Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of The Jude Show, a place where deep conversations happen to ignite changes. I'm your host, Jude, and today's discussion is a bit more personal than the others. It's not a normal feeling. It actually feels more like you betrayed yourself. Fear of missing out, more popularly known as FOMO, is a unique term introduced in 2004 by Patrick McGinnis, ironically in the same year Facebook was launched, to describe a phenomenon observed on social networking sites. FOMO includes two processes, firstly, perception of missing out, followed by the compulsive behavior to maintain these social connections and gatherings. I'm sure it publicly doesn't have a name yet, but I call it my FOMO attack. It's the time where I feel all the regret and ugly feelings of people having fun without me. It also is the time where I sit down in my own head while scrolling through social media and see all the pictures and videos regarding that event that I didn't attend. The name doesn't lie. It's not even exaggerated. It's fear. If it was up to me, I would probably call it the horror of missing out. I'm going through one of these FOMO attacks as I'm speaking because I missed a podcast event that I really wanted to attend but didn't find enough information on from the exact place and time and the PR was weak and thus I didn't attend. But as I'm scrolling through social media, I saw many people who I would love to meet there speaking and having fun and even people who I didn't expect to attend attended. I always considered it my weakest point. My sister jokes about it sometimes, not in a mean way, but more teasingly. Whenever I enter a room and ask, what are you people doing? She says something without you. Although I know she's joking and that there is a 99% chance nothing is actually happening, a small fire ignites the small box that always asks, what about me? I'm going to go all research mode on you for a second to understand the situation properly. Natalie Christine Ditello, PhD, the founder of Priority Wellness Group and the instructor of psychology at Harvard, says, FOMO includes both the perception of missing out, which triggers anxiety, and compulsive behaviors like checking and refreshing sites to maintain social connections. It is also closely related to the fear of social exclusion or ostracism, which means exclusion from a society or a group, which existed long before social media. Even though FOMO is not currently a diagnosable condition, it can have specific symptoms according to a 2021 report in Technological Forecasting and Social Change. Some of these symptoms include obsessively checking social media to see what others are doing, Um, experiencing negative feelings when comparing one's life to what others seem to be doing on social media, feeling mentally exhausted from social media. Other symptoms of FOMO, according to Erin Vogel, PhD, a social psychologist and an associate professor at the University of Oklahoma Health Sciences Center, can include overscheduling, trying to be everywhere all at once, Withdrawing from others, feeling physically tired, feeling sad, anxious, or depressed, difficulty in concentrating, and having trouble sleeping. FOMO can make you reach points to forcing yourself to attend events or do something you're not particularly in the mood for, for the sole reason so you don't miss out. The core problem of FOMO is fitting in, and if I wanted to go back in time and notice when it all began, it mostly evolved from the simple picnic parties that a group of my classmates used to do after school and not invite me. The next day, all they would talk about is what an amazing time they had and how they should do it again. I never invi- invited myself because who would voluntarily invite themselves to humiliation and rejection? I know I don't. 
A sense of belonging is a fundamental human need, and I remember very clearly writing about it in my diaries as a kid, saying things like, I think I found where I belong. This group of friends are my besties now, and we're going to be best friends forever. (laughs) Sense of belongingness. Such a cruel primitive to be born with. Because yes, it's something that comes pre-installed as a default setting in your system, but so we always remember that God doesn't create us with something without its benefits, Belongingness creates communities which helps nurture the human soul and guide it to be part of something bigger than itself. One study focusing on adolescent girls referred to this need as social hunger. This language underscores how important the need of belonging can be for some and why experiencing FOMO can affect certain people so negatively. Feeling socially connected, the opposite of FOMO, has even been linked to living a longer, healthier life. Dr. Detello slaps us with her facts again when she is asked who is most affected by FOMO. Her answer was younger people are considerably more at risk due to the increased amount of time spent online, coupled with a heightened sensitivity to the need for social approval and belongingness. Thanks, as if I didn't know that from first-hand experience. Now, of course, this age range is not the only victim to such horrible phenomenon. Since the fear of missing out is often connected to social media, Dr. Vogel explains that any avid social media user is more at risk of experiencing FOMO than individuals who do not use social media very much. It's likely that social media use can cause us to experience FOMO because we're seeing the highlight reels of others' lives. She says it's also likely that people who are very invested in their social relationships are more drawn to social media and more prone to experiencing FOMO. To this point, a smaller study from 2017 found that extroverts may be more likely to use social media excessively more than introverts. Personally, I feel FOMO is like rust eating away my mind. The time I could be spending to do something useful and enjoyable with myself and the people around me I spend regretting and consuming myself from the inside on why I couldn't be there. The question of the decade is how do we treat it? What ointment do we use? And how can we heal it from its roots? Some of the first pinpoints are remember what you're not seeing on social media. Social media has a huge curtain that everyone hides behind understandably because who would want to show the bad and ugly when you could share the amazing and wonderful moments? It's important to remind ourselves that other people's lives aren't as exciting or perfect as they may seem. Second pinpoint is know your triggers. If you are realizing a specific person or maybe an account makes your FOMO act up, then unfollow them. Maybe your phone itself is your trigger. Try to keep it away from you while doing other tasks and only use it when needed. Third is be purposeful with your time. Try to focus your energy on the things that makes you happy. Because let's be honest, the world won't end if we didn't attend that event. But it's a waste of time to do something just because you feel like you're going to be left out if you didn't do it. Last but not least, my way of dealing with it is more spiritual. I believe what I haven't attended, witnessed, or even lived wasn't meant for me in the first place. If I missed an event, then it's probably for the better. God has better plans. Because I deeply believe that our fate has been decided since birth. Then, whatever happens, despite my efforts, is for the best. Maybe something bad would have happened if I attended today's event. I choose to believe it's for the better because 
One, I would lose my mind if I didn't believe God has better plans. And two, because as I previously said, it's not the end of the world. The earth is still spinning and life goes on. Simply put, the days that I abandon my social media accounts because I would be invested in binge-watching a show or reading books are my happiest days. But I always have to go back. I always have to see what people are doing because curiosity kills the cat every single time despite satisfaction bringing it back. The question that remains is, how many times am I willing to kill my curious cat? We all know what myths say about cats and their nine lives, but will our disappointment and lack of self-satisfaction keep us alive and happy for long? This mini-episode was written with the help of Forbes Health article, The Psychology Behind the Fear of Missing Out, written by Emily Lawrence and was medically reviewed by Jeff Temple. Remember, I'm not here to offer you solutions to your problems. I am simply trying to show you how I solved mine. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Jude Show. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Jude Show for updates on our latest episodes and discussions. Share and please send us your feedback to our DMs on Insta, on our email account linked in this episode's show notes, or on your Apple Podcast account. I hope you have a wonderful day, evening, or whenever you're listening. Bye!